You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. We do the podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Nick Fairby, writer for Pittsburgh Sports Now, work at WPTS Radio Station, and I am a production assistant at ACC Network. Folks, today we have a big day, a big day of news for Pitt. They get ranked in the college football playoff at number 25. Why that's important for Pitt, even though the playoff is now really out of their reach. Also, Nike Sabande going down. Let's talk little men's basketball. What does his absence mean for Pitt's season going forward? All that coming up and more on Locked on Pitt. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked on Pitt podcast. As always, thank you. For making the Locked On Pit Podcast your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. And this episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family from the community can come together. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. All right, folks, let's talk about Pitt and going into kind of this final stretch of four games. They have something to look up to. I mean, again, we talked about this. It's not, the world's not falling. And and rationally, you kind of look at Pitt's team and and just, you know, they're favored to win every game, yes. But just kind of the the natural prediction of record-wise, when you look at the FPI and the computers, Says Pitt's probably going to be nine and three, so it makes sense. Pitt might drop another game here. Ten and two is your goal. I think ten and two would be fantastic for Pitt. A ten and two coastal winning season, maybe ACC championship coming along with that. You would hope, but Pitt gets a really big first hurdle here in getting actually ranked in the college football playoff discussion. They get ranked number twenty-five. I really, 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 really. I'm excited about that. I, I understand that they lost to Western Michigan and they lost to Miami. And, man, there's the slimmest of slim chances they ever considered. I mean, I don't even know what would have to happen. Just absolute infam- anarchy and, and everything that would just have to fall away. It, it would be absurd. But Pitt, now ranked, it's good for a few reasons. One, they're still relevant. They might not be relevant in the way where Kenny Pickett's getting an interview every day. Pat Narduzzi's coming on SportsCenter, you know, all these big things and, and Pitt's swirling, the hype, the national hype is swirling around them, but they still have national recognition by being in that playoff ranking, right? It's good for the program. It's really good in the program just to be there. You are there. I mean, to be in that top 25, Pitt has never been in this discussion before. I mean, listen, they were ranked last year, but that was before the college football playoff rankings came out. So to be this deep into the season, you know, eight games in with four left to go and you are ranked in the college football playoff, it's such a great, it's just a great accomplishment for Pitt because it was so easy to see this going off the rails. It was so easy to see them potentially disappoint where they have so many times before. And it doesn't mean they won't. It doesn't mean that they can't still. But... 
this season is still setting up to be a really good season. 10-2 would be a phenomenal season for Pitt. 10-2, a Coastal Division Championship. If you get the ACC Championship, you have taken the program to the next level. This gives you national notoriety, right? Just being in that ranking, you are a topic. You see that name. You see Pitt. You see Pittsburgh. To recruits, it says, wow, this team can at least reach this level. We have not seen Pitt at this level. Pitt is not consistently ranked. The fact that they were even ranked in the coaches' polls three straight weeks means something. The fact that Kenny Pickett even got talked about in the Heisman race means something. And Pitt has the opportunity to build upon that. Pitt has an opportunity here against Duke to get a win, an opportunity against UNC and Virginia to make some statement wins. If Pitt can go 10-2, and two, they will undoubtedly be ranked. It will be a very good clash in the ACC championship game with probably Wake Forest. You look at it overall, and the things are starting to fall nicely together for Pitt, right? And, and, and while they lose to Miami, you know that's a talented team. You know overall that that playoff ranking for Pitt, it means something. It's not just a number. It's not just symbolic. It's symbolic of something a little bit more than that. It's symbolic of we have some relevance. And Pitt having some relevance, being favored in every game. These are things that just don't happen. They just do not happen. And you have to understand that. That doesn't happen to Pitt. Pitt has been a team that has consistently fallen down the board. They were picked to win only seven games, picked fourth in the Coastal this year. Pitt has the ability to really make this season something. And again, this is something that Pitt needs to do. They need to get to Charlotte. Yeah, there's always going to be the could have been, it could have been 11-1. But Pitt being ranked, staying in that national conversation, it's a big, 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 big boon. And there's four games ahead of them. Four of them. They could win Duke. They should win Duke very easily. They should boat race Duke, to be quite honest with you. UNC, yes, they have Sam Howe, I understand. They, they should beat North Carolina. Brennan Armstrong in Virginia, we, we'll see how that works out. That should be a win, too. They should be able to win these games. Syracuse is going to be a tough one. They should win that one. These are winnable games that they're all going to be favored in. They might slip up one more time. It's very possible. But it's also very possible that Pitt has an opportunity here to really win out, play some solid football, and this ranking just showcases that people still believe in Pitt a little bit. Pitt has gained something to a degree where their resume says, they are a top 25 team. It's something to build on. And you want to get to Charlotte. You want to get the coastal hardware. You want to hopefully go to a New Year's Six Bowl. It's a step up. The step up is what you need. Pat Narduzzi's been waiting for that breakout year. We've been talking about it. Will he get the breakout year? This has to be it. And these next four games are huge. But the number 25 ranking is something Pitt really should be proud of. It really should be something that when you look at it overall, it should be something that they are incredibly just grateful for and they need to build off of and continue to build that national brand. Just because they aren't going to be talked about like they were after they beat Clemson doesn't mean that Pitt can't get back in that national conversation 
at a higher level. They're ten and two and they're going to the ACC championship game. Trust me, people will be talking about Pitt and Kenny Pickett just uh, again. All right, folks, let's talk about men's basketball a little bit. Let's shift over to Nike Sabande and kind of what happened there, folks. But before I do that, I want to talk to you guys about Prize Picks, folks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and I know you will too. PrizePix is a leader in college sports daily fantasy, and they offer more college football props than anyone else in the world. And I mean that. They offer all the star players of the Power Five. You can bet on Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison, or the mid-major players you may have never even heard of. So we got some Tuesday night matching going on. Feel free to put down a prop on those, and they offer any prop you can think of from yours to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. And folks, get this. You will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 if you use our promo code Locked on again. That's our promo code locked on. Make sure to use it. You'll get that 100% instant deposit match up to $100. All you have to do is pick two to five players in over under in their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Again, that's the promo code locked on. Go ahead over and put that in. You can also do cross sport entries if you so wish. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use that promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Folks, McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come in to reconnect, and it's a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, or if I'm on a road trip and I gotta go to Virginia Tech, for example, which I did go, you, got, you can stop at McDonald's. It's a great place to stop, win, or lose. It's a place where you can go and recharge. It's a place where you can always look forward to stopping on a long road trip. Like that, you can rest your legs and refuel Get some fire fries. Get some really good food here at McDonald's. Just head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect with somebody. Maybe we'll even have a locked on pit watch party there at one time. So, folks, we are loving it here at Locked On Pit. Welcome back to the Lockdown Pit Podcast, and we over here at the Lockdown Pit Podcast. Thank you for making Lockdown Pit your first listen every day. As always, folks, make sure to leave that five-star review. Do what you gotta do. And let's talk a little bit about Nike Sabande. Pitt will be missing him for the entire season, already missing Jamarius Burton. Now, Jamarius Burton, I think we're hitting the four-week mark on that torn meniscus time on that four- to six-week mark. I think the four uh, weeks officially hits tomorrow. Um, so we're hitting that mark soon here. Burton has a chance to come back. Jeff Capel said he was being evaluated and had a chance to go into individuals um, here shortly, which will be nice if they can get Jamarius Burton back. But listen, the, the next game, the first game, is the ninth against the Citadel. So it's not far away. It's a week away, actually, when I'm recording this right now on Tuesday. It's a little bit under a week when this one will go up on Wednesday. Um, so it's not far away. And you know what else isn't far away? And in fact, less than 10 days away is West Virginia. And not just any game. The Backyard Brawl is in Morgantown. So this is going to be a game that's a slugfest, uh, to say the least. And a slugfest at that that... I'm not quite sure how Pitt's going to compete in that one. When we talk about that one, man, that one could be really, really bad. I mean, that one's going to be a really crazy game for Pitt. And overall, when you kind of look at 
what you're bringing to the table, man, Pitt's guards are going to be really shorthanded. So what do you have to do now? Well, Femio Ducali is obviously going to be, I think, a little bit overbearing. Um, just playing a lot of minutes, and so is Ithiel Horton. They really don't have another two guard uh, that you would have confidence in. Um, Sabande was one of those four to five main core guys, and I think it was him, Odukali, Horton, Hughley, Gouillet, and and you know you can you can kind of you can kind of put this core together. That these are the guys Pitt can't lose, and undoubtedly, undoubtedly, especially after the season he had last year, the end of the season, Nike Sabande was one of those guys. You could just not lose him. He was the, he was a shot creator. He was an explosive athlete that could create mismatches. Um, Sabande was a guy that when you looked at him, yes, he had sometimes an inconsistent shot, but man, when that shot was dropping, he was dynamite. But he was always a really good athlete. He always could get to the rack at a high level. He was a guy that had athleticism. And at times when he was on, man, he had gravity. He was magnetic. He was opening up opportunities for guys. But he could also create off the dribble. He could shoot from a variety of planes and angles. Um, this is a guy that, that really developed into quite the dynamic player for Pitt after not really playing much. And that's the thing. When you look at, at this loss, it's not just that, oh my goodness, Pitt's going to be very thin in the backcourt, which they absolutely are. They're going to be extremely thin in the backcourt. Um, but it's also, they lose perhaps their best shot creator. I mean, Femi has the ability to do that. His handles looked good last year. He started to develop that a little bit. Um, Horton's not really a, a shot creator. He's more of a catch-and-shoot three guy. Uh, he can occasionally. But outside of those guys, I don't know who else it would be. Like, who is a shot creator on this team at this point? Um... Because again, you you're not gonna, you might not have Jamarius Burton for a few games here. I mean, Pitt is really going to be depleted, so you're going to be playing behind Femi Odukali, Onyeze Kudo, who's been a walk on. He's given him quality minutes before behind Xavier Johnson. It's been something he's done. He's a fine player. You don't really want to be playing him a lot though, but he's probably going to be playing ten minutes a game on this team because they just don't have the depth. I mean, really, they have three guards, and, you know, you're not playing Peyton there, you're not really playing Jeffress, I mean, you could, but he's, man, you would really lack the shooting ability, whichever's there, you'd rather him play the push three, um, and kind of use his perimeter wing defense uh, at the three, and, and Pitt does play positionless basketball to a degree, but also when you kind of stick them into those rules, he reminds you more of a hybrid kind of dual forward type than he does oh, this is also a guy that can work at the two. He's not really that guy. So that leaves kind of Nate Santos, to be quite honest with you, behind Ithiel Horton. So Horton's going to be playing a lot of basketball, and that's good and bad to a degree because when Horton's on, boy, he's on. And I mean, it's hard to stop Ithiel Horton when that guy is just draining all the threes and every shot he puts up. It's hard to stop Ithiel Horton when he's on his game. But he's so inconsistent as well. And he's not a great defender. He, he will try, but he's not a defender that Sabande was. Not that Nike Sabande was an elite defender, but he was serviceable. I think there's a significant downgrade there defensively um, as well. And Santos is just a complete question mark. I mean, what about Santos do we know? 
Um, I mean, sharpshooter, supposed sharpshooter, that's kind of the thing. You know, Santos is a guy that's kind of a forward two hybrid, but he's a guy that's going to have to be the backup two. And, you know, Santos needs is going to see some extended minutes. I don't know how long he's going to play. You know, it might be like 34 to 6 um, with Ithiel Horton playing 34 minutes until, you know, they get something going. Will we see some of Burton and Femi Odukali on the court at the same time? I think that could be a possibility. Um, but they're going to have to do something here because without Nike Sabande for the entire season with that torn ACL, they're really going to be hurting. Uh, they, they just don't have much depth. They lose their big shot creator. The scoring offense was already questionable coming into this. Now without Sabande, it looks really bleak. It looks really bleak. And as excited as I am to see Mo Gouillet and... And his ability, because, man, he sounds like he's pretty dynamite. I am not looking forward to watching this offense. This could be a really tough year for Pitt men's basketball. And I'm talking 2018 levels, potentially, this year. It's not looking great for this team right now. They have talent, but not to the level of the ACC caliber. And, boy, losing Sabande, it really hurts. Um, it Does it change expectations? Yes, I think it actually does, you know, I think that's one where you kind of look at it and you say, okay, Pitt was probably finishing in the bottom three anyways, but now, man, I think the seller looks pretty likely, um, so we'll see what Pitt can do, maybe they find something in Nate Santos that we didn't expect, but whew, it's, it's a rough one out there for the Pitt men's basketball team before the opening game, the opening tip-off has even started on the 2021-2022 season. All right, folks, let's talk a little bit about Duke. But first, I want to let you guys know about Built Bar. Folks, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And if you haven't tried it by now, you are missing out because for most protein bars, it can be chalky, waxy, just hard. You just got to choke it down, but you know you need it if you want the health benefits of it. However, Built Bar is not like that because Built Bar has so many great flavors from coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry barcia. But here's the cool thing. It also is low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, and high in protein. So you get all those healthy benefits along with the flavors. And this month, Built Bar is coming out with a new limited time flavor every three to four days. So make sure to check your website often. You don't want to miss out on that so go to built.com and use the promo code lock 15 and it's our promo code locked 15 and get those 15 percent off on your order use our promo code lock 15 for 50 percent off at builtbar.com folks betonline.ag is back and better than ever for basketball season they have a new web interface and they have more props odds and lines than you can even imagine. So betonline.ag is going to remain your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So just head over to their updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, just go over there. You can get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code LOCKEDON. Again, that's our promo code Locked on. Make sure to put in that promo code locked on from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online where the game starts.
right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. Let's talk a little bit about Duke and kind of what Pitt's facing here with the Blue Devils. Now, Duke got completely just boat raced by Wake Forest. And Duke is really, when you look at it, at their heart, not a good team. Three and five, and they're not better than their record. This isn't a game where you look at and you say, oh boy, Pitt should absolutely worry about this one. Not really. Not really. I don't think that they should be too worried about this one. You know, I think that the biggest thing they have to be worried about is Mateo Durant, who is a solid football player. Um, For them, they're running back. But that plays to Pitt's strengths is, hey, they can stop the running back. Um, I, I don't, Gunnar Holmberg is fine. I'm not a huge fan of Gunnar Holmberg. Um, I, I will also say this. I, I think that Jake Bobo is a nice player. Um, throw them at wide receiver. But they don't really have things that make you scared there. And defensively, I mean, there, there's a few decent players. You know, Shaka Hayward's a solid gap player. Um, I, I, I do like Josh Blackwell. Um, but, but this is not a team that's going to put you in a bind either way. It's not a team that particularly scares you on either side of the ball for Pitt. Now, all they, the, the biggest thing, and I'm not going to say all they have to do, because the biggest thing they have to do is go and stop Mateo Durant. Durant has been able to get going in a few of these games, and he has really been the guy that has carried the load for Duke most of the year. You know, in their wins over Northwestern and their wins over Kansas, he's been a big instrumental piece of those wins. And and Mateo Durant, it, what makes him so cool is I think he's such a compact back. He, he's smart. He has great vision. He's really good agility. He's got great contact balance. And that can be scary for Pitt. You know, he's not an elusive player like Jameer Gibbs, for example. But what he is is that type of compact, powerful runner, runs very low, good pad level. He's the type of runner that for Pitt could be a little bit dangerous in space if they can't stop him, you know, from getting yak or, or if they get him in space and miss tackles, right? The linebacker play has to be very complimentary in this game because Mateo Durant is the biggest issue that Pitt will face on this day. Trust me. No one else. Mateo Durant averages 144 yards all-purpose per game. That's second in the entire conference. He is their offense. He's the biggest issue that Pitt will have to face. And Holmberg, yes, he'll, he leads the conference in completion percentage. Don't get too confident. There's a lot of screens. There's a lot of quick game. Pitt's going to have to tackle well. They showcased that they could do that against Virginia Tech. I think it's a very similar team. Um, they have a better running back, obviously. Kind of like to, uh, if, if you want to go Georgia Tech um, in, with Jameer Gibbs, the star running back for them, obviously. Um, kind of a similar game to that. Pitt should be able to stop this team. Uh, Durant will probably get his kicks in, but but he shouldn't be so overpairing that Pitt can just lose his game. And, and again, Jake Bobo is a solid player, but man, it's really the Morant show. It's really the Durant show. It, it really is the, the Mateo Durant show. I mean, he's averaging over 100 yards per game, only behind Sean Tucker, who's been absolutely amazing for Syracuse, nearly at 100. Uh, he's nearly at 1,000 yards. 
You know, I mean, he ranks sixth nationally in both rushing yards and in rushing yards per game. Again, Tucker's the only reason he's not number one in that category. He's been really good this year. Mateo Durant's an extremely good player. And, you know, the three guys, they'll have to stop him, Bobo, and Jalen Calhoun. Um, Bobo's more one of those possession guys, really solid route runner, very strong hands, um, possession type of yak receiver. Um, not really shifty. Um, he's more powerful than shifty. When So when I mean yak, it's this type of kind of hard-earned yak where he, he will break tackles, he'll be physical with you. Um, he has a solid route tree. So they'll try to get it to him. Calhoun's a guy that can go up and get some catches. But Holmberg is a guy that I think struggles a lot with his ball placement. Doesn't really read defenses all that well. So Pitt's going to have, I think, a good matchup here. And I do really like their matchup against this team. They just have to make sure that they slow down Durant. Don't let him take over the game. And, you know, this is like a, a soft uh if you will, it's like a soft audition for Syracuse in a few weeks. Tucker's obviously going to be the main guy on that, uh, platter it on that schedule. But Pitt has, I think, a good opportunity here to really showcase uh, what they are made of, have a big bounce back game. They should win this one. I think they should win this one big. Just stop Mateo Durant, let things go. The offense should hum really well. The defense should showcase themselves well as well. Um, so th this should be a game they win. But if they're not careful and Mateo Durant does go off, which, we, again, we haven't really seen a running back just completely go off on his own without, you know, it, other weapons around him this year against Pitt. Um, but this is the game you don't really want that to happen. All right, folks, as always, thank you for making Locked On Pitt your first listen every day. Now make sure to make Locked On ACC your second listen Every day, get all of your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes with ACC expert Candace Cooper. Free and available on all platforms. All right, folks, thanks for listening. And as always, hail to Pitt.